Hey, let's stop and talk some sports. Sports Central is what you got on Talk Radio 96.7. Sports Central brought to you by Camp Margaritaville. Here's your host of Sports Central this afternoon. He is Mr. Ryan Buckley. That was Mr. Eric Clark. Welcome to Sports Central here on Talk Radio 96.7. Ryan and Jenna Kidd, how are we doing, Jenna? Doing good. It's a beautiful Thursday. Chilly. Beautiful. A chilly, beautiful Thursday. Wasn't it awesome to wake up this morning and be like, I actually think I need a sweater today? I, it's nice until you're in it. You know, yeah. like the idea, like, oh, I can wear a sweater. I can wear, you know, my long pants. I can be cute and comfortable and like wintry. Then you yeah. get outside and you're like, oh, oh, oh boy. I needed seven well, sweaters, chill. six yeah. pairs of pants. Well, and when it says it's a drastic drop too sometimes, like mm-hmm. you go from like heat and then all of a sudden it's like, bam, you're just going to get hit with the cold. Yeah. I, I would say like a mid seventies is kind of where my body thrives at. Mm-hmm. Um, right now my joints kind of hurt a little That's bit. Not good. Yeah. Like at kickball yesterday, by the way, we, uh, how did kickball go? We actually won the championship. So shout hey, out to Das Boot. Hey, yeah. Das Boot bringing home the gold. What do you guys get? Do you get like a, uh, like a t-shirt. gold medal or it's okay. Everybody gets t-shirt. Yeah. What does it say? Like champions on it? I don't know. We or? haven't gotten them yet. <laughs> they, <laughs> okay. All they did was take our sizes. Um, but yesterday I had to really, really stretch and I was running and I was like, my joints, my shins hurt, my ankles hurt. It was That's a tough one. It, it was. I was like, man, I'm getting old. You know, quick shout out, City of Lakeland, yes. putting that on, right? City of Lakeland League. Yep, 100% City of Lakeland. It was awesome. Um, really, really love that they're doing this because it's so fun, and I truly appreciate them oh, yeah. being out there because they ref um, or ump our games as yeah, well. Yeah, they do. So huge shout out to the City of Lakeland's um, Parks and Rec staff. Yeah, they do. I'm a great job. Mm-hmm. Great job! That not too long ago we were on a team together. Yeah, and and that and that whoa! I just kept singing that and that and that. that, that, that in that, that time that. we were like, yeah, maybe they're not doing that great of a job. But yeah, because remember we would always fight with them. Well, yeah, that was a tough one. But we have we but, have overcome that. Yes, it's been fantastic. And now now, now it's going great. It's going great. <laughs> Absolutely going great. Uh, speaking of Lakeland, crazy to think we are in high school football. My crazy to think next week is Thanksgiving, but we are <gasps> in high school football playoff mm-hmm. mode. Mm-hmm. We are there. What does Lakeland have to look forward to? So number one ranked Lakeland moves on to face number five, Mitchell, in the playoff run. So the undefeated 10-0 Judnots are looking to continue their perfect season tomorrow night. Winning the semifinal matchup will move them uh, to three wins away from being class 4S state champions for the eighth time in school history. Um, The matchup will take take place at 730 at Bryant Stadium here in Lakeland. So excited and hopefully it's a huge turnout for them. Yeah, big game for them, big game for them. Also, big game for Winter Haven. Uh, they're also in the 4S playoffs. Blue Devils headed to Mineola, Florida tomorrow night to face the Lake Mineola Hawks. Lake Mineola 9-1, and Winter Haven 8-3. and Should be a good matchup. Obviously, Winter Haven heading in as the underdogs in the away team. Looking to get closer to that 4S state championship title game. That game with an anticipated 7.30 p.m. kickoff. And then one other Polk County team to note as well, Jenna. Yes, the undefeated Highlanders out of Lake Wales um, look to build off of last week's playoff win. So the 11-0 Highlanders are having a, a historic season as their next roadblock is the 8-3 and Vanguard Knights. Uh, Lake Wales has been unstoppable for us all season, and they head mm-hmm. into this game with a with the better hand as they continue their run for the 3S state championship tomorrow night at their home game at 7. Yeah, absolutely. And listen, while we're talking about football, let's keep talking about football. College football last week. Uh, a lot of great games last week. couple upsets in there as well. Probably mm-hmm. the most noticeable, Washington beating Oregon. Bo Nix had really got back on his streak following Oregon's really bad blowout loss to Alabama to start the year. They hadn't lost the game. 
this was a game that had college football playoff implications to it. Um, Oregon just outside looking in. They dropped a couple spots post this game. Washington picked up a couple spots from this game as well. Uh, Bo Nix did play well, uh, but Michael Penix, uh, Michael, excuse me, Michael Penix over at Washington just stole the show in that game. Really, really good game out there. A little action, Pac-12 action that we were able to watch. <laughs> that was good. Thank you. Thank Did you, you make that up or is that like a saying? Yeah, people say that. Oh, okay. most, most most of the time they say it with the Mac. They call it Maction. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, a little bit of Maction. Yeah. Yes, there you go. Toledo, Akron, all that stuff. Um, and then Alabama barely beating Ole Miss. That one was a tight game as well. Whenever Alabama loses or almost loses, it's a good day in my head. So. <laughs> I know. Well, and that was a big win for them coming off the loss to LSU. Mm-hmm. Ole Miss, obviously, another ranked team, and that was in Ole Miss. So a big road win for Alabama. And who knows? You know, a lot of movement that came about from this past week. Teams moving all over the place. Alabama jumping up to eight in the polls. So still outside looking in there just ahead of Clemson, who's in the nine spot right now. And then the final game to note, TCU and Texas uh, quarterback Max Duggan, who is a Heisman candidate right now, uh, putting TCU still undefeated. They are in the college football playoff uh, ranking as of now alongside Georgia, OH. IO. And then Michigan rounding out the top four. (laughs) Um, So a lot of good teams that are in there. And Jenna, as we look forward to this week, what are some of the games to keep in mind? 21, uh, Illinois versus number three, Michigan. Number 18, Texas versus Kansas. Number two, Ohio State versus Maryland. Number 14, hmm, this is number 14, Illinois versus Michigan State. I'm guessing that is wrong. We got we got to talk to the interns about that. Uh, n- number one, Georgia versus number 24, Kentucky. And Miami versus number 10, Clemson. Yeah, we got to talk to them about that a little bit. Um some of those rankings aren't necessarily accurate either. Illinois did drop out of the top 25 following the loss last week to Michigan State, <laughs> which could be why that was in there. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, so they they went from 14 to 21, I'm guessing? They No, 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 no. They, they dropped out of the top 25. Oh, so they um, totally just Yeah, we're going to have to talk to them about this. that. Mm. Yeah, it's a tough one. Um, Unfortunate. Yeah, but that's okay. <laughs> it's okay. These things happen. Um and then, yeah, I mean, the Georgia-Kentucky game is going to be a really interesting game. Utah-Oregon, uh, another one that's going to be good. That's a 10-12 matchup. Probably the game of the week, USC in UCLA. Uh, that's a 7-16. versus 16. Let me tell you what, if USC can win that game, who knows? Uh, Tennessee is obviously outside looking in at the 5 spot. You had Oregon who just dropped. LSU is in the 6 spot. This end of the year is going to get really interesting, really exciting as you look at those top four playoff teams. Do you have a pick, Jenna, you know, of the games this week? You know, hey, this is this is a team that's going to win this week. Out of all of the games? I'd say out of the top 25. Out of the top 25. Well, I'll go first. Okay. I think my lock out of the top 25 is Florida State. Uh, number 19, Florida State playing Louisiana. Uh, the Raging Cajuns going to Tallahassee. I just think the way Florida State has been really good um they've been very solid particularly the game against miami i mean they just absolutely dominated then they go to syracuse they win 38 to 3 they just look like a team that's hitting stride jordan travis has played phenomenal i would expect them to really heavily handle louisiana at home i was that's the same exact box i was looking at as florida (laughs) state definitely and Notre Dame, I think Notre Dame's kind of on a roll. I think they can pull off a win against yeah. Boston College. Yeah, well. a, a good pick as well. I would say on the upset side, maybe a team that you would look at as a, hey, is this something that's going to go wrong here? Could something go haywire? Uh, one to watch, 
uh, in my opinion. Ole Miss heading to Arkansas. It's a road game for Ole Miss playing Arkansas. Ole Miss coming off a loss. Interesting environment going to Arkansas. I think Arkansas could squeeze that one out. Ole Miss only favored by two and a half. And typically when you see people betting like that and the line gets close to even, something's in the air. Somebody knows something we don't know, Jenna. So I'd keep in mind a little bit about that game. Hmm. I agree. (laughs) Okay. Good. I'm glad you agree. That worked out great. Uh, A lot of good college football action that you'll be able to catch this week. And obviously, once you get down to the last couple weeks of the season, this is where it gets interesting. People fighting for those playoff spots and bowl spots. Uh, Florida, just from the local side, Florida heading to Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt with that. Sorry, I said Michigan State. But only um, last week, I'm realizing that uh, that was not accurate. I meant to talk about Vanderbilt beating Kentucky last week. Uh, so Vanderbilt getting that big win over Kentucky, a shock win. Florida heading to Vanderbilt, two touchdown favorite as a road team in that game. That would move them to 7-4 and four on the year, um, and that would be a massive, massive win for the Florida Gators. Uh, elsewhere, uh, we mentioned Florida State already taking on Louisiana, and then really a team that has gone to absolute irrelevancy, Miami, <laughs> taking on Clemson, which is going to be a tough matchup for them. Clemson could win that game by 108, depending on how that goes. Yeah, let's see. So the pro- I love looking at the matchup predictor. Oh, yeah. Um, it's so funny. So Clemson has a 90.7% chance of winning, while Miami has a 93 chance of winning that game obviously this is just a prediction oh yeah but it's always it's always fun to watch it well i am 100 percent confident we have to go to break i can don't even need a prediction on that i know that but when we come back on the other side of the break we'll talk a little bit of nfl a little bit of nhl maybe a little bit of world cup so stick around a lot to talk about here on sports central talk radio 96.7 talk radio 96.7 sports central for you thursday Brought to you by the Cleveland Heights Golf Club. All right. Talking sports with Ryan and Jenna. Thank you, Eric, and welcome back to Sports Central Talk Radio 96.7. Ryan Buckley, Jenna Kidd. Jenna? Mm-hmm. Can't talk about enough football, can we? But there's two types of football we can talk about. Oh, go ahead. Football and football. I know. Mm. Big football over in... Eric, I'm going to have to defer to you on this if you know this one. Is it Qatar or Qatar? Or do are both acceptable? Do you know the answer to that? If you're asking me, uh, I have heard both, but I believe uh, it's, 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 it's Qatar. Qatar, Qatar, right? Yeah. Because most people defer to Qatar, and I'm almost positive it's Qatar. Yeah. I think Qatar. is the correct. It is Qatar, right? Mm-hmm. I believe um, so. So what? But you see, like Q A T A R. I'm like, oh, Qatar. Yeah, yeah. Like it's just. um, It's Qatar. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay, (laughs) my bad. But um, the World Cup 2022 over in Qatar. Team USA high probability of getting out of the group stage, whether they win Group B or finish in that second spot of Group B, still to be up in the air determined. Obviously, the favorite in that group is England. Mm -hmm. Um, But we'll see. It's a tough group still. Iran has a good team. Wales has a very solid team, and England obviously favorite to win the group. What does it look like over there, Jenna? Qatar is a very interesting country, to say the least. Yeah, so this is a winter World Cup. Normally, yes. the World Cup happens in the summer, um, but because it gets so hot over there, oh, yeah. it's, it literally gets so hot that you can fry an egg on the road. Um, yeah. They So it's actually funny. In their bid, 
they promised um, that they would completely air condition the stadium yep. and create artificial flying clouds. Yes. That will, but obviously that is not happening. Um, but they are still going to air condition the entire um, stadium. It's still yep. going to be about 80 degrees. Um, so, you know, it's definitely going to be something that the heat's going to be something that they need to watch out for. But that is why we are having a winter World Cup, which I had no idea. Oh, yeah. Well, it's in the so over the summer over there, they actually have to take like mandated breaks because of the heat, like for workers and stuff like that. If you're particularly if you're outside, wow. you have to have windows where you don't work and you have to have intervals for working. Uh, really going to be an interesting contest this year because a lot of the usual storylines that you expect from the World Cup aren't actually as present. Like, so if you're not an avid soccer fan, right? Mm -hmm. You're like, oh, well, Ronaldo. Oh, well, Messi. Oh, well, Neymar. Oh, you know, you kind of have these names that you, you know, you attach to. That's not really there this year. Mm -hmm. You know, it's more about the actual just like who is going to win. It's kind of up in the air for the most part in terms of who's the favorite. Yes. And this is Messi's last World Cup. So it's definitely one to watch if you are a soccer fan or just a sports fan in general. Yeah. One of the greats. So to see him kind of, you know, play his last World Cup is Kind of a cool thing to do. Absolutely. And listen, uh, for uh, fans of Team USA, their first game, Monday, 2 o'clock p.m., that game against Wales, the most important game in the group. Uh, Wales is really the one that's back and forth of, are they going to advance? Is USA going to advance or is Wales? Wales had to win a playoff game to get into the World Cup. They did. They have Gareth Bale as their star player, a couple other good players on their team as well. But if you haven't watched... This Team USA, reasons to be excited. A very good soccer team, a very young team, a lot of players that play in a bunch of different countries outside of America that you've probably never heard of before. Uh, (laughs) Some of them you have, like a Christian Pulisic. It's going to be really exciting to watch, and they have a good chance of having a good run this year. I wouldn't go as far as to say they'll win the World Cup, but I think they can make a farther run than they have in previous years. Yeah, that's what I was reading upon, too. It's kind of, you know, a lot of people are like, you know, America will probably get bumped out at some point, but it's definitely a World Cup that you still want to watch. All the other teams that are in there are still, you know, like Senegal, they just broke through in the international yep. kind of uh, scene, just winning their African um, World Cup yep. over there. So that's a huge game to watch, Senegal versus the Netherlands, which is taking place on November 21st. Um, another huge game to watch is Brazil and Serbia, which is November 24th as well. Yep. England versus United States on yep. November 25th. Argentina versus Mexico on November 26th, and then Qatar and Ecuador on November 20th. Kind of did that backwards, but it's okay. <laughs> the tie-in at the end, that's fine. Yeah. Is that the is the the Qatar-Ecuador, is that the kickoff game? Yep, so it's the first match of the tournament and many people's first time watching uh, Qatar play. While they're not expected to go particularly far in the tournament, it's the 50th best team in the world according to FIFA's ranking. Um, their first match against Ecuador who is ranked 44, will be an excellent uh, kind of meter to gauge how they'll do in the tournament. Yeah, that's and it's always exciting for the host nation to start off. Obviously, mm-hmm. they always play the inaugural game and the one seed in Group A. So uh, really interesting to see how the environment is going to be over there. Obviously, advantage always goes to the host nation on being used to the climate, the temperature, the fields, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. A lot of new infrastructure over there from a fan and hospitality standpoint. That'll be interesting to see. And I think it's going to be a fun competition to watch. Yeah, I'm very, very excited. It's it's going to definitely be a good one. And I'm not huge into men's soccer, but I do love a good World Cup. So I'll definitely be watching some of these games. I got uh, Monday, I got a 2-1 USA win is my, my prediction for game one. You can hold me to that. 
I feel a 2-1 win over Wales. I think, uh, interesting stat, the last five World Cups that the U.S. men's team has played in, in their opening game, the first goal has been scored in under 10 minutes. So mm. you can bet on a goal coming in in less than 10 minutes. That just seems to be a historic trend with this team for some reason. Very odd trend. It's not that right. they always score the first goal, just a goal is scored inside of 10 minutes. Oh, so it's not them necessarily, it's just a goal. Just a Hope. goal in their first game of the World Cup and the last five World Cups has always come inside of 10 minutes. Hoping that it's them. Hoping that it's them. <laughs> to score. Might be, might not be. Um, well, when we come back on the other side of the break, we'll bring a little more local, talk about some of our local teams in the area, and we'll also have to do a quick preview to the NFL this week, as well as the NHL, talk about our Tampa Bay Lightning. So don't go anywhere. Stick right here on Sports Central on Talk Radio 96.7. Hey, it's Sports Central, talking sports with the guys from Polk County Sports Marketing and Tourism, and it's brought to you by the Hampton Inn Lakeside Village. Here's your host, Ryan Buckley. Eric, I say this to you very often, but great work on the music. It has uh, just been phenomenal. Oh, thank you. I feel like we should have like a funny video playing now. This is the uh, America's <laughs> Funny Home Video theme song. Was that the theme song? Like, I mean, it's probably more. Uh, yeah. It's a song. That's but, a good one. <laughs> yeah, like we should have like a funny video of like someone falling. Well, welcome back. We probably could do that in our office. Just yeah. have a blooper reel. Welcome <laughs> back to Sports Central and Talk Radio ninety six point seven. DJ Eric and then Jenna and Ryan here on the sports side. You know, we talk a lot about. Um, <clears throat> the various competitions and the various major league sport programs. And it's crazy because we always have some right in our own backyard. And we had our sports and special events uh, meeting this morning out at Polk State. Thanks to Stanley Cromartie for having us on campus and at the gym. Mm -hmm. What a great facility, by the way. I mean, just an awesome facility, uh, the gym and health center. I've never been in there. So that was the oh, first time I've ever been inside of Polk State's gym, and it was awesome. Isn't that cool? It's like a great setup, great mm-hmm. environment. Um, and they are having, we'll talk about that in a little bit, just a tremendous year for them as well. Yes, that we definitely. can dive into. Um, but at that event, we had BJ Ronaldo with the Tropics, and he said, Yeah, like, you know, we got our, our season coming up, we got our fan fest coming up. Uh, Hans wasn't there today, but obviously with the Lakeland Magic, they have their season underway. So you do have our teams in our backyard, they're starting to play. Yeah, they're ready. I mean, it's just crazy because this is the end of the year, so we're we're flying and rolling. How uh, have the Lakeland Magic fared so far in this young season, Jenna? So the Lakeland Magic split their home opening weekend with the Austin Spurs with a one seventeen to one hundred seven win on Friday and a one hundred six to ninety eight loss on Saturday. Newcomers uh, Xavier Simpson made a great impression on the Magic fans, dropping twenty one points on Friday and nineteen points on Saturday, proving to be the go to option for the Magic um, to that they can rely on. Uh, The Magic have found their gem with Jay Scrub as he scored 23 in Friday's game and 13 in Saturday's game. Lakeland's next game will be tomorrow night as they take on the Capitanos in Mexico City. Yes, and then look what I had with me, a pocket schedule. Oh, look at that, perfect. How How great did that work out? Uh, the next time you'll see the Magic is the day after, th- or at, at least in Lakeland, is the day after Thanksgiving. That's against the Mexico City Capitanes, and that's a Magic Foam Finger giveaway, courtesy of Florida Blue. The following night is a World Cup night where you'll get a Lakeland Magic scarf, also presented by Florida Blue. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, so a couple back-to-back stuff there. That would be pretty uh, pretty cool. Yeah, pretty cool no, to be a part of. That's really fun because soccer is like scarves and soccer are like they go together. I mean, like hand in hand. Yeah. That's absolutely incredible. So should be a lot of cool stuff. They have a lot of great themes. For more information, you can head to LakelandMagic.com to find out more about those awesome opportunities. Um, 
the big league club could be faring a little bit better. Mm. Off to a rough start. The four and ten Orlando Magic through fourteen games this year. But the number one pick is paying off pretty handsomely. Paolo Bancaro uh, averaging 23.5 points per game, eight rebounds, about three and a half assists per game. Uh, recently fell to the Hornets, 112 to 105. Uh, Franz Wagner, 23 points, over 50% field goal shooting percentage. Wendell Carter, another 20 points on the board in that game as well. So they have very good young talent. Uh, seem like they're trying to put it together. Mm-hmm. And hopefully this is the last year of a very long rebuilding process. Yeah, it has been a while. It's been a long rebuilding yeah. process. But like you said, hopefully with these these new young young players on the team, they can kind of figure out where they where they need to go from here. I'll tell you a team that's not in rebuilding, uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning. They are not in rebuild mode. Uh, the Lightning back-to-back wins, beating the Capitals 6-3 to in Amelie and then beating the Dallas Stars 5-4, to overtime winner there from Alex Kalorn, uh, to give them a 5 Four victory there in overtime. They are going to take on the Calgary Flames tonight at Amelie Arena. Seven o'clock puck drop there. Uh, with the win against Dallas Stars, Tampa has moved up into a first place wild card spot position with 19 points. Oh, chasing after the Boston Bruins. Mm, uh, mm-hmm. They're doing very good. They're doing they? incredible. They're yeah. off to a historic start to the year. I tried to watch the Lightning game and it was like blacked out in your area. I was so upset. Yeah, you know, it's the ESPN Plus and ESPN deal uh-huh. that happens sometimes. So it depends on um, if the game's on TNT. It might not be on, like, uh, whatever it is, Bally Sports. Mm-hmm. It might not be on BSN. It might be on TNT. And then if it's on ESPN, it gets blocked out. Like, you're not going to be able to watch it on Bally. It's solely on ESPN. Mm. Very difficult. ESPN owns all the out-of-market NHL games as well. Uh, yeah, so I ESPN literally Plus. I literally clicked on every single one, and it was like a blackout. Blacked out, blacked out, blacked out. I was like, no, 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 no. Well, how is that possible, right? Like, you uh-huh. should, they should be so easy to watch games. Yeah. You make it impossible. Ugh, they do. Crazy stuff. Um, you know, we mentioned a little bit on the local side in Polk State, and I'm not trying to put you on the spot here, Jenna, but we had this morning an opportunity to hear from Stanley Cromartie on how the season has gone so far with a variety of different programs. And he just rattled off, you know, a couple of big successes in general. You know, what are maybe one of those bright spots that, you know, he mentioned, um, you know, from this morning just about the athletic program? So the Polk State volleyball team, they came in fourth place at the FCSAA tournament. Um, Their season came to an end on Saturday afternoon with a 3-1 loss to number 17 Eastern Florida State College. Um, The tournament's number four seed in the third place match. Um, The match was... Competitive, though, after dropping the opening score of 26-24, the Eagles rallied from an early five-point deficit for a 25-22 win. Um, Andrea De, De, De Silva came up with some key kills late in the um, set for Polk State, who finished 11-14. and 14. I mean, awesome year for them. Shout-out to all the athletic programs that they have as well. I mean, like we said, it's just been an absolute dominating year for them. And then we also uh, think he mentioned, was it women's soccer? Uh, That had a successful year. Yep. So they earned the number four national seed at the NJCAA tournament. Oh, they're going there. Yep. They're making it to the tournament. Um, So super excited. I mean, I remember when I played them when I was in college. Dominant, dominant team. They're they're very, very, very good. So super excited for them, and I hope hopefully they get far and win win the tournament. Yeah. No. Absolutely. It's a wildly successful year, obviously, for the soccer program. They're not the only soccer program that's had a good year. The Florida Southern College women's soccer program also having a good year. Uh, Coach Paul Lawrence will be on Sports Central TV tomorrow, as a matter of fact, on PGTV, our sister show, 
uh, to talk with Neil and Gerald about the success of that program, uh, his philosophy, and and how the team is faring, where they're going to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So actually, it's in their they're in their first NCAA tournament game since 2010. Wow. Yeah. Um, the fourth seeded Florida Southern College will um, defeated fifth seed Mississippi College in a final score of two to one. The Moccasins earned their first Division two NCAA women's soccer tournament victory um, after an overtime goal from freshman Allison Jenkins, who struck in the third minute of the extra period. So it was a, it was one of those nail biter games, which was always fun. Always oh, fun yeah. for the fans. Not not too well. Not always fun for the fans. But not too fun for the players. You know? No, I mean, think <laughs> like you know, kind of a crazy stat here. Great job by the uh, by the team on this this part of the script. Mm-hmm. They did a fantastic job. Really digging in the saber metrics here. Brooke, La- Brooke Lowry, Jordan King, Tatum Albrecht, Morgan Kalika, and Madison Mail each playing over a hundred minutes on the defensive side. In that game. That's a mm-hmm. lot of movement. It's a yep. lot of running. I remember I played in a game like that my high school senior season, and it was the it was probably one of the best games that I've ever played in. It feels good, right? Yeah, it, it feels does. Good. Yeah, Especially it, when you get the win, not the loss, though. Yeah, we, we got the loss. Oh, but sorry to bring that up. It's okay. It was high school. I'm not, I'm not mad about it or anything. <laughs> a little sour <laughs> about it, I guess, right? And, you know, we didn't even plan this, but with World Cup coming up, I guess it was cool that we focused on women's soccer right there. I shouldn't have said anything. It would have been more organic, but yeah. I felt like I needed to point that out at how authentic we were right there. We were. That, that was beautiful. Eric, would you agree with that? A very authentic uh, segment? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> there we go. Well, if Eric says so, then I think we're good. Um, well, hats off, obviously. What do you think obviously. I know about it? <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, a hats off where Eric will agree with us. A hats off to all the programs that we just mentioned, the ones we didn't mention as well, the success that they are having on this season, and best of luck to those teams in the continuous playoff hunt. Uh, and as we have these other programs, particularly basketball that's starting up on the men's and women's side, best of luck to our athletic programs with their winter sports as they get underway. When we come back on the other side of the break, do a quick little NFL update. There was some news today. We have a funny story out of Buffalo from last week. The game, <laughs> Buffalo game canceled, by the way, on Sunday due to inclement weather that's coming in. They don't no, that. It got moved to Detroit. It did. Oh, you're right. It did. Mm-hmm. It got, yep. Well, we'll talk about that on the other side of the break. Stick right here on Sports Central Talk Radio 96.7. Talk Radio 96.7. Sports Central. Sports Central brought to you by People's Barbecue. Let's get back to it. Brian Buckley and Jenna Kidd. Thank you, Eric, and welcome back to Sports Central here in Talk Radio 96.7. Ryan and Jenna, uh, we are back in town. I'll tell you who will not be back in town for a football game, the Buffalo Bills. You are correct. They will be in Detroit mm-hmm. for that game against yeah. Cleveland. Yeah, so they were saying that it's going to look like a Cleveland home game. So many fans I are imagine. able to get up there. Um, but yeah, six feet of snow they're projecting in Buffalo. It is not, and let me tell you what, it's miserable. I mean, it's snow, mm-hmm. it is, and people in Buffalo are not going to be happy. No. They're going to be like, we would have went to that game. Yeah. We would have been there to support our team. Yeah, the, there would have been, the snow would have been taller than Nick Chubb. That, oh, great stat. I mean, great stat. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, like, the way Buffalo lost last week, they kind of needed a home game. Mm-hmm. Just to, like, rally the troops again. Did you watch any of that game? I didn't. Game of the year. I mean, it was it was the best game of the year against Minnesota. Is that Minnesota. where there was some catch? That Justin was like Jefferson may have made the greatest catch in NFL history. Yeah, uh, his glove and arm sleeve have been donated to the Hall of Fame. Was it one handed? 
one hand, you need to watch it. One handed catch, similar to what Odell Beckham did a couple years ago, it, but yeah. with a defender directly about to catch the ball, did it. It's just out of this world. Okay. okay. Um, the Buffalo Bills had a really bad goof last week. So in this game, Jenna, Minnesota's driving down the field. It is fourth and goal. They are down in the game. Buffalo makes a stop on the half yard line. Mm-hmm. The Buffalo Bills social media team tweets out goal line stop ball game the next play after that tweet buffalo fumbled the ball on the goal line minnesota recovered and scored for a touchdown minnesota took the lead and then minnesota would win in overtime did they go on to what delete a that terrible tweet? social media team i mean that I is they, just awful they were like get, get out get out get what out. are we doing what are we why are we did typing they that? immediately the delete that t- that tweet that i don't know but i saw the tweet and I was like, I cannot believe they just. That did would have that. been funny if Minnesota would have tweeted something like, "No, that was the ball game." Oh yeah, that would have just been <laughs> brutal. I mean, just the brutal stuff there. Listen, big win for Minnesota. They moved to eight and one. They are tied with Philadelphia Eagles. No more undefeated. They are eight and one. Uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, big game over in Germany. They beat Seattle. They move into the division lead. Tom Brady, two and zero after the divorce from Giselle. That's kind of the big news there. <laughs> As you look forward to this upcoming week, just a real quick overview before we get to local events. A uh, lot of good games. Jeff Saturday takes the Colts to 1-0 under his tenure. They are playing a very upset, mad Philadelphia Eagles team who just today signed Indomica Sue oh. to a one-year deal. He's a, he's a former Lion. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. Yep, thank you. Uh, <laughs> so we'll see how that goes. Uh, the Giants, unbelievable that they can go to 8-2. They play the Detroit Lions. Jenna, I need the Detroit Lions to win big in that one, mm-hmm. please. Kansas City Chiefs are going to take on the Chargers, and which would be a really good matchup of Mahomes and Justin Herbert. Dallas going to Minnesota to take on the Vikings. Another great matchup. Don't know who I need to win that one, to be honest with you. And then the Packers, they're going to host Tennessee Titans tonight in an Aaron Rodgers feeling himself game. So we'll see what's going to happen on that front. Jenna, not a lot of time left. As we move to what's happening right here locally in the county, what do we have to look forward to? So this weekend we have the NAGA National Championship, and that will be at the Advent Health Fieldhouse, and that is a national grappling contest. We have the USFA Turkey Bowl. That's a fast-pitch softball tournament in Bartow and Christina Park in Lakeland. Florida Half Century's 50s Tournament, softball tournament out at Auburndale Softball Complex, Walker Road, Westside Complex, and Southwest Complex, all in Lakeland. We have the Warrior Soccer Tour 5v5 Soccer National Championships. That's going to be held at Lake Myrtle Sports Complex. Mm. Um, we have the Lightning City Gymnastics Charity Challenge Invite. That's a gymnastics event at Advent Health Fieldhouse. I don't know why I said gymnastics. It was already in the title. <laughs> we have the WABA Thanksgiving Invitational, a three-game tournament for ages U13 to U18. And do you want to go with the December ones? Well, real quick, too, on the Lightning City Gymnastics, we had a great call with them yesterday. Really cool what they do. So each team that comes in picks a charity, mm-hmm. and they donate back to that charity. So that's oh. why it's called the Charity Challenge Invite. A bunch of the teams pick a charity they're going to donate to. They donate back to that charity based off of the registration and proceeds that they make. So it's a really cool community impact event as well. We're happy to host that event here in Polk County. Wow. So they're like registration and everything, that goes to the Go, charity. Yeah, there's a portion of it or proceeds, however yeah. they structure it. But yeah, it'll go back, and they make a bunch of donations to a bunch of different nonprofits. Wow, so that's super cool. Really cool initiative that they're able to do. Uh, fast forwarding to December, uh, Prospect Wire Winter Classic, December 2nd through 4th. That's throughout Polk County. Tough Mudder Central Florida. That'll be in Clear Springs uh, this year. And then USFA, United States Fast Pitch Association, um, 
that'll be December 3rd through 4th. And then Iron Man back at Lake Eva Park in Haines City. Excited to have that back. And listen, a lot of events happening. A lot of stuff that we're going to... We have cross-country this weekend as well. Mm -hmm. That'll be a big event, NCAA Division II. Can't get to all of them. Can't get to all these events. But you can go to www.centralfloridasports.com and also visit centralflorida.org to find out information on all of our upcoming events. If you really just need to speak to a representative on the phone, there are two people you can call. Jenna, who should they call? Lisa Reiser and Raylan Dessart. And they're happy to take your call if you just call them at 863 551 475 zero for eric in the studio once again playing the best music for jenna kid this is ryan buckley we appreciate everyone listening in tuning in go enjoy thursday night football go enjoy saturday college football Mm -hmm. go enjoy sunday football and then you enjoy the world cup monday go team usa thank you for listening to sports central and talk radio 96.7